0: What is a summertime patriot? Y'all have heard me use this term many times. A summertime patriot is someone who is willing to stand up for what's right and willing to take pride in their nation and stand for the rights and liberties and freedoms that we were granted just because we were born here. When it's easy. When it's popular, When it's fun. When it's cool. There are people that talk a good talk, but they do not walk a walk. When shit gets hard, they run. When it's time to make that hard call and say that hard thing. well, it's don't rock a boat, don't cause drama. Well, surely it can't be that bad. Well, come on. They'll be better than that, won't they? And they sit there, and they do nothing. And we've all been guilty of it for far too long. It's how we got to this particular
1: part. WAKE UP! These are the times the Trident Souls, the Summer Soldier and the Sunshine Patriot, will in this time of crisis shrink from the service of his country, but he that stands by deserves the love and thanks of men and women. Tyranny, like hell, is not easily conquered, yet we have this consolation with us, that the harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. What obtained too cheap we esteem too lightly. It is dearness only that gives everything its value. We seek fellow winter soldiers. Because unlike the sunshine patriots, we stand by our country. Through thick and thin, doing whatever it takes to serve it, including exposing the crimes of those in government, in order to steer it back to the right track. Let it be told that in the depth of winter, when nothing but hope and virtue could survive, that the city and the country, alarmed at one common danger, came forth to meet... The term Winter Soldier is contrast of the Summer Patriot. Who deserted at Valley Ford because things got hard? We, who are drawing the blood red line, have to be the Winter Soldiers now. We could be quiet. We could comply and live peaceful lives. But we feel because of what threatens this country, the medical tyranny, the silencing of dissenting voices, not from foreign nations, but our own government it is why we must speak and stand. Remember the final line of the declaration that we mutually pledge each other, our lives, our fortunes, and our secret honor. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. It must be fought for, protected, for if trouble must come, let it come in our time, so that our children can live
2: hello welcome to a new episode of winter's call podcast i'm odin
0: this is dear
2: and uh let's see a lot st- of stuff has happened in the week we took off has it been a week tuesday the 19th was the last published episode <laughs> And then I we bet. did the and then we did the live show, but no, no it's fine. I get it. You know, uh, nothing was stopping me from coming on and record a episode all by myself. But you know,
0: hey, 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 my schedule's back to normal. I will finally be back to a rational, functioning human being. <laughs> <laughs> you know how bad it is. Okay, look, it's become a a joke at work right now. Somebody went, "Oh shit!" because I had to go into the office today. Like, "Oh shit!" They're like, what? There's chum in daylight. How's he not melting? <laughs> I thought, I thought werewolves didn't come out during the day. I was like, "Son of a... Why do I
2: have to?" They can come day? out. They just can't. They just come out in their human form.
0: Yeah, but it's six a.m. in the morning. is <laughs> retarded.
2: All right. So today's episode is titled "Famine," and Ooh. then we're gonna then we're gonna put some stuff together.
0: I just want to mention that you sent that picture to me earlier today about the uh, the locations of the
2: different food processing plants that have burned just since the beginning of this year. Right. Holy shit. Now, fires happened. I understand that. But 25 but 20, in the believe- last five months. In the last five months, 25 of them have all been food-related. I... Uh, just find it interesting. By the way, the book came true again. Remember how we were talking about uh, the cyber war codes within uh, stuff? That story dropped. Oh, really? Yeah. Is, let that, me... is that
0: what you sent me earlier? Yeah, I'm
2: okay. going to play it here. Hold on.
0: It also, you also were right about the fucking
2: dinosaurs, motherfucker. That's coming up later.
3: ...move for the architects of the Great Reset, following the pandemic vaccine rollout that is slowly happening, killing millions as I speak, will be known as cyber warfare.
1: Imagine one day you woke up to find your phone was dead, your bank account was empty, and when you turned on the faucet, nothing came out. You can't go to a neighbor for help because they're all in the same situation you have no idea how it happened or even how you could figure that out don't start freaking out just yet but this reality could be a lot closer than you might think
3: and just as the pandemic was publicly forecasted amongst its conspirators oh months before its rollout so too it goes with the coming cyber warfare predictive programming of the flip of the power grid kill switch cyber attacks must be treated
4: as a serious threat by our leadership at the highest levels
5: Look, today, my administration is issuing new warnings that based on evolving intelligence, Russia may be planning a cyber attack against us. We've already
0: seen with the colonial pipeline and with many others, it's not just a stealth of data. It's a, it's shutdown of a critical infrastructure. And we've seen it with colonial pipeline. We've seen it with hospitals. We've seen it with factories that were shut down. <coughs> uh, many of these attacks are activated by private organizations, private criminals, but some of these attacks are... Are also behind Denver's government-sponsored attack.
3: But which governments have embedded what is known as the Swiss Army knife of malware into critical infrastructure? All signs point to the United States government. It was looking for these things that are called.
2: Now they're about to explain what I was talking about the other day, right? They're going to explain it. What they don't explain is that they didn't—they weren't installed from a remote system. They were installed during the manufacturing process of these items.
4: This is going to PLCs leave our are in- these small computers that control things like factories, like the power grid. What you see here is the code that is put onto the PLC and This is a normal process, code goes onto the PLC, turns the PLC on or off, and controls it.
3: As the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency wrote in their alert for the APT cyber tools targeting ICS SCADA devices, the Department of Energy, the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, the National Security Agency, and the Federal Bureau of Investigation are releasing this joint cybersecurity advisory to warn that certain advanced persistent threat actors have exhibited the capability to gain full system access to multiple industrial control systems, supervisory control, and data acquisition devices, including Schneider Electric programmable logic controllers, Omron Sismac NEX PLCs, and Open Platform Communications Unified Architecture servers.
5: There is an energy producer in Texas who has identified a very serious uh, malware instance in their system. This malware is not just in systems like a Windows, you know, Vista that is sitting in one of these plants. No, it is in the Schneider Electric Programmable Logic Controllers. That's a PLC. It is in the Omron SysMac NEX PLCs and the Open Platform Communications Unified Architecture Servers. This, some of this stuff could only be put into these devices at the manufacturer. And so when I, asked our dude named protector of megawatts he said what does it look like to you these guys look at this stuff all day long they say russian because the russians are the ones that people really do fear you know if you got the ghost in the machine these guys are good he says yeah, this looks like our guys yeah, without uh making a formal accusation of course of course there's, there's 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 people who are doing reports on it but it is not the Hold on to your ass because the lights could go out in uh, in Texas or New York or anywhere. This would be the one. And they're not making a big deal out of it, which makes me highly suspicious.
3: This move will plummet civilization into chaos and in total submission unless you are one of the lucky few that has already made preparations. John Bound reporting.
2: So... <laughs> That leads me to this week's homework, and then we'll continue on. This week, uh, I put in in our chat. I put a link to a YouTube movie. It was a uh, blackout, Ukrainian or uh, UK edition. That's right, what happens when the grid goes down for just seven days. Now they're much nicer. They're much nicer than I am, right? When it in terms of society keeping it together. But I want you to sit here and I want everyone, I will post it in our descriptions this week of the podcast episodes. I want you to sit here and click on the link and go watch that video and be ready to talk about it on Friday. It is a hell of a wake-up call. And I like the UK one better than the American one because they talk about points that are specific to me. OPSEC. Hey, so, that's a term I know. Right. So it, it talks about OPSEC and it talks about even if you're prepared, if you don't have proper OPSEC or you're not aware of situational awareness, right, that it can come and bite you in the ass. Yeah, you know two of those terms.
0: Yeah, you just fried my brain because my technology head just went. So basically you're saying chip bad, chip bad from manufacturer. Okay, I got that part. But what the fuck was the rest of that
2: terminology? <laughs> so, okay, how about this? The FBI is warning of tiger uh, targeted cyber attacks on agriculture. <clears throat> okay. Okay, see, that so, makes sense. All right, so uh, the past week, there's been increased warning about cyber attack threats on agriculture co-ops, co- right? We already have a string of fires and explosions, which we'll talk about here in a little bit, right, Uh, that are damaging major food processing plants. Uh, We have uh, cyber attacks on agricultural businesses such as ransomware, and they're saying that they'll be more likely to attack agriculture co-ops during critical planting and harvest seasons, disrupting operations, causing financial loss, negatively impacting the food supply chain, right? By disrupting the supply of seeds and fertilizer, we already have Amtrak saying that they're going to carry less fertilizer across the nation. It's like Amtrak, you have one fucking job.
0: Shitty railroad systems?
2: To carry shit from point A to point B, and they're not going to do fertilizer. So the agency, the FBI also says... Hold on for a second. What?
0: The reason they don't want to carry fertilizer is they've already been telling people to destroy their crops.
2: Yeah. Hold on. I'm getting there. The, the fact that this is not a 100-year storm type of scenario where we never could have predicted that all of these would come together. It is no longer a conspiracy theory when they're actively trying to do it. And in this episode, we're going to cover how they're doing it. So... The disruption of grain production doesn't just impact, you know, wheat or even fuel, right? You know, with your their, those biofuels, it also is, it's not only consumed by humans, but also animal feed. So now as grain goes up, so will your chickens, your rabbits, or not rabbits, uh, cows, goats, that type of thing, right? So the warning comes as two dozen food processing plants across Canada and the U.S., have experienced a string of fires, <laughs> plane crashes, and explosions.
0: Wasn't one of them a plane actually crashed into the plant?
2: Yes. The most recent incidences at, were fires at two Oregon-based food processing plants. On Monday night, uh, th- so this was last week, right? On Monday, a fire destroyed Azure Standards Joint Headcutters and Warhouse facilities. The second was explosion on Tuesday at a Shears food plant. Uh so they put together the headlines and I've shown you those pictures, right?
0: Yeah, but wasn't it Oregon that also cracked down what last year or the year before on anybody doing actual animal husbandry, any any small farms, private farms, like like single household? Right. Where they were were didn't they also crack down on them and told them they couldn't do that? Yeah. I wonder what's going on.
2: Alright, is it this one? Yes, it's this one. Hold on, I'm going to share this with you. All right, so, this is the list, and this was their cause for the last five months. Well, this one is bigger than that, but this one goes all the way back to August 9th. But if you look, right, August 9th, 2019, then you jump to January 12th, 2021, and you've got one, two, three, four in in 2021. Then in the last five months... It's November of 2021, Made Right Steakhouse, December 12, 2021, January 1st, 2022, January 14th, 2022, January 21st, 2022, February 1st, February 3rd, February 15th, February 28th, March 13th, March 16th, March 16th, March 8th, March 31st, April 11th, April 13th, April 13th, April 18th. (sighs) Oh, shit. Fire, fire, airplane crash, boiler explosion, fire, 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 explosion, fire fire, 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 fire,
0: fire, fire, fire. What's Arson been doing? Has he been making any trips recently? Hey, now. I mean, it doesn't take rocket science to sit and go, huh, something's not right.
2: Then, you know, on Thursday, you had a plane crash into the General Mills plant in Georgia. So that's not even on that one list, right? It exploded on impact and demolished the cereal manufacturer's facility. Uh, you know, so it's just been one after the other after the other. The FBI then starts to warn about possible cyber attacks, then you have uh, you know, you have all of these warnings. They are per- they are telling you what's going to happen.
0: Well, it's kind of easy to predict something when you have your
2: finger on the button. Fair. So let's see. Then you have uh uh ABC thirty. Theirs is the same. It's FBI warning of potential hackers. Uh they're they're planning to go after farmers during the planting and harvesting season, intending. So, apparently, at the end of last year, six grain companies were targeted already. And two others have already been attacked this year. The disruption of the game production would impact the entire food chain. And so they're extorting them, asking for Bitcoin and money. Gee, I wonder why cyber attackers think that they can get money from the government for... uh, can get money for the government if they pay off tariffs. Oh, that's right. That's because that's what our government did when they took over that pipeline. So, um, when you add this to
0: the bullshit going around in the poultry community.
2: Oh, yeah. 25 million birds as it spreads. The amount of people that don't know, especially people who raise chickens. Who don't know that this is actually going on is astounding to me.
0: Not really. Do you want to know why not really?
2: Because they're occupied by Twitter?
0: No, because I don't believe that it's actually that many.
2: You don't believe what's that many?
0: I don't believe that there's actually that many cases of the avian bird flu. I, mean, I don't think there's it. that many
2: either, but they're using it to eliminate the, the, I think the entire flocks.
0: Yeah, but I think they're targeting certain areas, and a lot of people haven't realized it yet because it's not being spread around a whole lot. I mean, you and I look into shit like this all the time, but most people don't.
2: All right. Yeah, no, I get that. So allow me to sit here and add one more piece to the puzzle. I'm going to get rid of the cyber tax, Warden. All right, here we go. Republican, or uh, Representative Austin Scott warns of global food shortage. This was back in, I'm looking for a date of the article. April 20th. Warns of global food shortage as railroad limits U.S. fertilizer shipments. He's concerned about a global food shortage and starvation in developing nations due to not only the crisis in Ukraine, but also the fact that the U.S. railroad companies are distributing 20% less fertilizer than normal. (coughs) I'm concerned about the lower-income countries not having anything to eat. They said they've cut fertilizer, or Union Pacific, have cut fertilizer distribution by about one-fifth. It's working to aggressively hire new workers, right? The CF Industries, a major fertilizer company, warned that shipments may be unable to reach farmers before spring planting. If that fertilizer doesn't get there, then you're talking about lower production inside the United States, which means we'll actually have less to export as well. Bullshit. They will starve Americans to send it so that they can feel justified.
0: Well not only that, but I mean think about this. This is a fucking god it's a fucking pattern. Look at how many ships are still stacked outside of our ports. For no other fucking reason than COVID, but we're getting rid of the mask and everything else. Now we've got some now now we've got it to where they're not going to ship out fertilizer. We're killing half the bird population just because.
2: Oh, and let's not add to the fact that uh the strategic petroleum reserve that they tapped into to lower gas prices are actually headed overseas.
0: Why does that just not fucking surprise me? Hey, we got a, we got a saying here in the side if it if it walks like a duck and it
2: quacks like a duck, it's probably a fucking duck. So Representative Kat Kamck from Florida sounded the alarm earlier this month about a possible food shortage due to the invasion. But they're adding not only that, right, They because I'm not going to talk about the, the voter issues because this one needs to be specific on the famine and what they're going to do. Uh, and uh, they sit here and they're pointing out all of these shortages. But the good news is, The Rockefeller Foundation president has started at a countdown until all hell breaks loose.
0: I thought you said fucking good news.
2: Well, it's good news because it helps my theory? That, oh. book, that book don't need any help, my friend. All right, well, let me finish this story. Then, <laughs> I go, then I'll go to the good news. All right. So he said global fertilizer supply disruptions caused by the Russian invasion in Ukraine would have an even worse impact on the crisis because it's going to slash crops worldwide. Debt relief and emergency aid for emerging markets that are needed to mitigate the effects of a food crisis. Shaw's appearance on Bloomberg, interesting because the foundation's repetitive talk about the need for global food supply to be reset to a more sustainable one. Gee, where have we heard that sustainable for shit that's necessary for life?
0: Bugs and Franken meat.
2: The foundations have closely aligned views with the World Economic Forum, ad- advocating for a global reset. In 2020, Klaus Schwab said, just months after the pandemic began, that the pandemic represents a rare but narrow window of opportunity to reflect, reimagine and reset our world to create a healthier more equitable and more prosperous future. The, while the World Economic Forum has been calling for a global re- reset, Rockefeller Foundation managing director food initiative Sarah Farley has echoed the same message. She said how to um, re- she wrote a uh, a website uh, titled how to reimagine our food systems for a post-covid world. That we need to redesign supply chains with nutrition and human health in mind. The world is spending far too much on foods that are bad for people and bad for the planet.
0: It's a fucking choice to make if I want to eat a goddamn, you know, Death by Chocolate or Seven Deadly Sins cake. That's between me and my own, you know, diabetes.
2: Oh, they'll let you have cake. <laughs> so, the, what they're talking about is possible cattle farming and how it uses massive amounts of natural resources such as water and feed to produce meat. To in, we need to or they need to inject insects into human diets. Shaw's oh timeline for the next food crisis is an ominous warning that elites will use the events as a perfect opportunity to implement their plan to begin the transformation of the food supply system. Meat becomes a delicacy for the rich while working poor, stuck eating insects and berries. The Great Reset is well underway.
0: Show sure, the green, it's made out of
2: people! Right, so
0: what's fucked up is like we were talking about that the other day. We were talking about them uh, adding insects and everything else. I, I I actually went on a on a bit of a binge, so to speak, researching that. And what the hell? Like this is things, and it's funny because just like all the climate change people, it's rules for thee but not for me. None of these people will ever eat this shit.
2: Well, okay. I'll add to it. Here we go. Oh, no, so, no. right now, the or sorry, May 12th, they're going to convene for the second COVID summit, right? They have developed what's known as the World Health Organization Pandemic Treaty. This will spend the spell the end for America as we know it. Here's why. Only two-thirds of nations need to agree to ram through this treaty while placing sanctions on dissenting countries. The WHO Constitution would supersede all national constitutions. Yeah, I'll be damned. The new overarching powers will include... There are five main points I'm going to cover, and we can discuss each one. One, the WHO would reserve the right to decide what constitutes a pandemic and have already changed the definition several times, which means it could be added to include the flu. Now, if you ask why that matters, when people were locked down, people went, this is the greatest thing for the environment. People are not driving. CO2 levels are going down. So if every winter... They just shut everybody down so you can't travel because the flu pandemic, because it's flu season, it gives Mother Nature a break.
0: Fucking tree hugging
2: sons of number two. The treaty gives the WHO the power to name the new disease, decide what quarantine measures, and oh, and decide what quarantine measures are needed on a global scale.
0: Hold hold the fucking phone for a second here. They argued with themselves for months over what constituted a pandemic, a lockdown procedure, or quarantine. Themselves. One who doctor would say one thing. The other who doctor would say another. They can't even make up their own fucking mind.
2: That's because they had to give the appearance of working for their country and not a one world government. Now... They'll just, their answer will always be take the drug, stay in your fucking house. When I made that video for Songbird, I wasn't talking about just COVID, every possible disease that can come across. All right, hold on. Number three, the who would control, have control over who gets to develop the new treatments and to decide whether they're safe. The who decides. Not science, not testing, none of that. The who gets to decide. Oh, who gets like, control to develop the drugs and whether or not they're safe.
0: Like our energy <coughs> aren't just like a perfect example of the lowest fucking bitter. Um, so we're basically going to give medications to people that not only view improper pronouns as a mental illness which is being considered a pandemic but they can't even make up their own fucking mind and
2: they all should be wearing you know sponsor patches oh wait it gets better oh fuck number four they would be given the authority to determine who gets quarantined and locked down
0: like how are they just going to start surrounding countries with big walls and be like yeah you can't fucking leave
2: i had to tell you this but you need to look into the small the uh united nations small arms treaty it would essentially strip our guns and our second amendment rights because they have greater authority than the constitution if we sign the treaty <coughs> <laughs> so <laughs> what's that
0: song what's that song no 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 come and get it <laughs> I just like everybody to know, me even being colorblind saying this, and I will not hold that against anybody if they beat me, but 10 points for a blue hat.
2: Uh, uh, uh.
0: 20 if it's got a cross on it.
2: So they would be given the authority to determine who gets quarantined and locked in. And number five, the WHO would decide what the vaccine mandates were for each country.
0: Now, we haven't talked about this in so, a while. We so they took
2: they took medical tyranny that was abused here and decided to expand it a hundredfold. You will get the shot. You will be locked down. And if you don't like it, welcome to Shanghai 2.0, bitches. You're getting locked down and they'll weld you in your house. I have a wooden cabin. Anyway, that being said, just joking Then inside, Then they'll still weld you in. It'll just be a fire. Yeah, fuck it.
0: Look, there have been so much. And I know all the naysayers and even on our own fucking side, people are losing track of this. Right. But the sheer amount of side effects, the fact that this isn't a vaccine, they had to change the definition for a vaccine to call this bullshit a vaccine. And now we're going to be like, hey, since the U.N. is so great, I mean, they're so great, they put Iran and and Afghanistan in charge of women's rights. So, I mean, like, mm, perfect track record here for the U.N. We're going to give the World Health Organization unlimited governmental power. Yep. Yeah, fuck that. Unequivocally. Absolutely, fuck that. They can't even make up their mind. Like we, we've seen what they've done in smaller countries. If you give them unilateral power, we might as well be kissing our own asses goodbye. We might as well, you know, find a a, a, a tube of KY jelly and say, "All right, slide it in. I'll give myself a reach around."
2: Ah, oh, here's my favorite. Do you want to know how they're going to use this control? They're, they're like no.
0: They'll strip our guns. They'll strip, they'll strip our health rights. They'll strip our First Amendment rights. And the next thing you know, is we will be right back to the same fucking style of government, where a few nobility, a few aristocrats, will run everything, and we will all be, we'll all be serfs on a fiefdom. We are literally trade democracy for aristocracy, a eh, for the sense of a semblance of security. It's mind-boggling, fucking stupid, and people will sleep straight through it.
2: Oh, hold on. I have an article for you. I'm going to show you how they can control us.
0: Just so y'all know, he doesn't show me these articles sometimes ahead of time just so he can get me to just be pissed off.
2: The BBC LOD's implantable microchip wallet. The microchip (laughs) implant that lets you pay with your hand. The implant can be used to pay for a drink on a beach in Rio, a coffee in New York, a haircut in Paris, or at your local grocery store. It can be used wherever contactless payments are accepted. Chip implants.
0: What? Here's my question. How long until you have wrong think and that chip don't
2: work no more? Uh, We're getting there. So (laughs) this was the good news. Your power's turned off. The society is collapsed. You can't get any food. Show me your chip. I'll give you food. Show me your chip in the video that we showed earlier. Your water turned off. Well, that's because you had wrong think. That's because you did this. We need to really seriously have a conversation about what defines good news to you. <laughs> chip implants plants contain the same kind of technology that people use on a daily basis. From key fobs to unlock doors, public transit cars like the London Oyster card, or bank cards with contactless payment function. RFID chips are used in pets to identify them when they're lost. What happens if this chip is packed full of personal information? Isn't that a potential minefield for loss of privacy or manipulation, control, and oppression of the populations by exploitative governments or corporations? Nah, don't worry about that. Well, surely to God the
0: government would have our best interest at heart.
2: Well, the innovator says that concerns are unwarranted. In addition to my academic work, I am the founder of the UK firm Biotech, which has been buying implanted contactless chips since 2017.
0: Like, the, okay, this next phrase, that technology has been used for small animals for years, right? Yeah. The coming time, I don't know if anybody else does this, but I, I, if I find a stray dog, I like to try to figure out where it belongs, get it back home, right? Because I like dogs. I don't give a fuck if people like me. I want dogs to like me. So, they have that chip. How long until we're the dogs with a fucking
2: chip? Well, we get, they already we get have places. Off. I'm not going to play these videos, but they already have uh, your vaccination status on microchips all, in other places in the world. In the United Arab Emirates, they're having microchip manic- manicures. Sweden has already has vaccine passports in your chip in your hand or elsewhere under the skin. Probably the forehead. Just Just a guess. Into the body with different types of data. Now can insert your COVID certifications on the chip. Anyone, not, soon you're going to be anti-chipper conspiracy theories. Great reset pioneer himself, Klaus Schwab, acknowledges his own book that implantable microchips is the ultimate aim. Some of us already feel that our smartphones have become an extension of ourselves. Today's external devices from wearable computers to virtual reality headsets will almost certainly become implantable in our bodies and brains. Up oh, there's that forehead I was talking about. The U.S. military scientist arm DARPA has also been working on implantable devices that will detect COVID-19 and other viruses, and even administer vaccines and treatments by themselves. That's not scary at all, huh? But wait, I have another Hi. Don't look (laughs) at me like that. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Hand implant allows people to pay with a chip. The future is here. Are you tired of taking out your wallet or phone to pay for things? You can skip that step entirely. Thanks to the new implantable payment chip. (laughs)
0: Only the society of the truly fucking lazy is reaching into your goddamn back pocket to pull out a fucking card or some cash like a normal human being would be considered bad. Like, what the f-
2: Just remember, right? Just remember that the European Union has just agreed that all 27 member state nations will start implementing the COVID pass. For a society that, Acts like COVID doesn't exist anymore, you know, or that we were getting out of it. Why are they ramping up and spending all of this money?
0: Load shotgun with malicious intent.
2: According <laughs> to a 2021 survey in Europe, 51% said they would consider an implant of some type. And that's only because they're worried about security.
0: You would think that a that the Europeans, of all people, especially that one particular group that, you know, speaks with a really harsh language, um, you would think that after labeling a certain group of people with barcodes and numbers, that they might be a little reticent to stick a piece of plastic or metal in their body to do the same goddamn thing. That didn't turn out so well last time. Yeah, well, history doesn't uh, doesn't repeat it, but it sure as fuck rhymes. Yep. And the fact is, people are fucking sleeping through like I'm not even uh, we we know that I'm not even uber religious and you've made a couple allusions to the mark of the beast. But even I'm sitting here going, fuck, I mean, <laughs> it's right there. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to sit there, scratch your head and go, ah, one of these things just doesn't belong here.
2: All right. So now we get to the good news.
0: Wait. You've been traumatizing me with your version of good news.
2: No, I like this one.
0: Does this one also prove you correct?
2: Yep. Oh, fuck.
0: Dinosaur cloning is possible! Okay, look, you son of a bitch. We were talking about this the other day. And then you send me an article and go, oh shit, I'm sorry. I'm like... What no, this is 2022. There is no need. China does not need to actually play around and fuck around to find out if Jurassic Park can be it, but that's exactly what they want to do.
2: We found viable
0: DNA. Me, put it back. Put it back.
2: No. It's got to go. It's got to go with the sarcophagus and boxes that they're opening.
0: Okay, who would want to open a sarcophagus that was hidden under a cathedral covered in fucking lead. Uh... Call me superstitious, call question? me crazy, but it seems to me that if, if, if people in the olden time buried a goddamn thing full of fucking lead, then leave it be. We've had enough crap go on the last two years. The last thing we need to do is for you to resurrect Dracula. Why aren't you saying anything?
2: I have to look for my other one. Oh no.
0: We already busted open that rock in fucking Japan. I was supposed to hold back a demon. Dinosaur cloning might become possible. First, healthy prehistoric DNA was found in a perfectly preserved fossil in China. Last time y'all fucked with an animal in China, we had a pandemic across the fucking globe. Now you want to fuck around with a dinosaur. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just not okay with it. It's like, you know, it, it seems to me if you fucked up with a bat then why, or a snake, uh, why would you want to fuck around with a dinosaur?
2: Uh.
0: Besides, weren't we taught that, you know, DNA only has a effective shelf life of how many years?
2: It's like 10,000 or something.
0: 10,000, and this is a potential health DNA found in 125 million year old dinosaur cell yes like look that's not a blessing from whatever god you hold
2: dearest that is a warning well it's like uh when they decided that they wanted to dig uh that they want to dig two and a half uh miles under the antarctic ice and uh awaken the bacteria and stuff that's at the bottom of the the ice core Guess what? Like, who thinks that that's a fucking good idea? Guess what?
4: It's still viable!
0: You know what's wrong with society? Society thinks so much of if they can, but they never really stop to think if they should.
2: Mm, Fair.
0: Call me old-fashioned, but I don't think I want to go back for diseases that were wiping people to fuck out. What was that?
2: Oh no I, I I put the wrong one up. Uh, these were the they can't see them because we're on the audio only, but it's the the different headlines of the stuff that caught on fire. okay
0: now, who wants who who decides we're gonna drill two and a half miles down into the fucking ice and resurrect a prehistoric disease like who thinks that's a fucking good idea? Oh, the fact that if they can actually make a vaccine and nobody else would you know, survive long enough to make one, then they could hold everybody by the balls. Okay, I got it.
2: So for those in our audience, I hope that you are paying attention to what, what they're planning, what the ultimate plan is. This week, we're going to talk about all of it. And then on Friday, hopefully you all will have done the homework and watched the video that I'm going to link in this and on our Telegram page. And I will probably post a clip of it on the TikTok and our other social medias so that you guys can be prepared, come with action. And uh, I have a special one just for Justin. I have a special article that I saved just for him. Oh, Reaper. Two of them, actually. No, no, not bad. Two of them, actually, based off of the conflicted game when we found out who has skills and who doesn't it's called the cheater method of learning how to garden so I have two articles uh, because this week up until Friday we're going to throw a lot of bad shit about what's coming like for example the fact that Krakatoa is building in its magma volume and the earth just sent a CME but we're not going to talk about that particularly today because what what Cracker do you realize? Ah! Wait, hold on. <laughs>
1: Where?
0: No, wait. I no, no. If you say it, it will happen. <laughs> I swear to God, if you say Yellowstone, I will flip this fucking table right now. <laughs> you have a track record, and I know you don't do it intentionally, but you have a track record of going. Wouldn't it be funny if, if that fucking shows up in the goddamn news the next week? All right,
2: All right uh, I promise what, I won't talk about the fact that Krakatoa has grown a hundred meters in the last two days, fuck.
3: and wait, I won't talk about the CME wait, wait, that's
2: going how to many hit for a hundred. In 48 I guess it's more of a,
0: a grower, not a shower. Okay, uh, let's carry on. We're about to get detotal, fuck. And the Sun just released one of the biggest massive CMEs that it's done in a while, right? Uh,
2: it, it's just a standard CME, but right uh. now there is a, a, a particularly uh, aggressive section of the Sun that is currently Earth-facing this week.
0: You, you mean when you showed us the video of the Sun that made it look like the goddamn Death Star?
2: Yeah, that's the part that's now facing the Earth.
0: You know, I know what you tried to do there, but that's not going to work. It's probably still going to come true. I'm not going to talk about this. And I'm not saying that it'll explode and rock us into a fucking ice age. I'm not saying that. I just find it weird that it's grown 100 meters in 48 hours.
2: And a buoy is malfunctioning. Oh, it says that the sea you. level just the sea level, the sea floor just increased by a hundred meters.
0: Oh, just fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you know how to fuck a swim. All right. <laughs> Why? Why do you just save these to hit me with them in the middle of something? Just be like, hey, chum, yeah, fuck you what the
2: oh wait I got one more 100 meters
0: 100... 328 that's feet that's a lot in 48 hours
2: on oh, I have wait, one other article
0: what about that fault line that's been going absolutely ape shit but hasn't had a single fucking earthquake
2: there's now multiple regions along that plate boundary that has done that. How fucked are
0: we now? Okay, so
2: so we'll leave we'll leave Mother Nature out of it. We'll we'll talk about Russia. Ready? You no. want me to save it?
0: <laughs> no, I, I'm not ready. But just hit me, hit me with it.
2: All Let right. Bandaid off. So when when they talk about that, people, uh, when you back someone in the corner and they have nothing left to lose, that. They're not afraid to do the bad shit that nobody t- nobody wants to talk about, like the uh, um, World War III scenario that you were talking about. You know, and mur- mutually assured destruction. Well, it looked like Russia was going to have a way out. They would just do business with everybody else, right? So they don't have to do it. They just sit here and weaken us because the ruble is doing better than the dollar right now, right? Well. Mm-hmm. I hate to shed some light on some stuff. But... Don't lie
0: to me. Tell me that you enjoy being the harbinger of doom.
2: I love being the harbinger of doom. The Chinese payment system has now suspended operations in Russia, further isolating Moscow. UnionPay's decision to withdraw from Russia was motivated by a fear that the company would affect could be affected by secondary sanctions.
0: It's almost like the rest of the world is the basic white bitch that's stuck between one abusive boyfriend and the fucking other.
2: Yep. So Russia's RBC News outlet reported earlier this week that UnionPay, China's largest payment processing service, ended its operations in Russia over concerns that continuing to work in the country could lead it to run afoul of Western sanctions. For Russia, this cuts off a potential alternative to U.S.-based payment processors such as Visa and MasterCard. That withdrew from the country in the early days of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. You oh, you're need on fire.
0: Let me throw this clear liquid on you. Oh shit! That wasn't water. That was gasoline.
2: Oh wait, it gets better. So China went to the UN and just said that we are the largest purveyors of misinformation and uh, financial attacks and destabilization in the world. Not that he's wrong, but. I, that's like pot kettle, you yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like,
0: oh no, I can't be petty we're 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 remaining on on task today,
2: yes, I'll be a good boy right, so, so, uh, they have accused us of misinformation in front of the u n and I think they're going to try and get us removed from the security Council or put sanctions on us bypassing the U.N. to do it by going after NATO. Oh, speaking of NATO, do you know? You know what? Hold on a second. Let me,
0: <laughs> let, let me, pour, a, uh, let me pour a bowl of Captain Crunch and let me just say this. I don't know who needs to hear this, but if we're removed from the fucking Security Council, we might as well just be like, hey, it's Red Dawn. Let's just go ahead and you know forget about reality because it's going to be gone.
2: They won't remove us from the Security Council. In its charter, we have permanent veto rights. It's the same reason we can't kick China or Russia out of the Security Council. They have so, permanent veto powers.
0: It's like sitting at Thanksgiving with my in-laws. Got you.
2: So, speaking of Ukraine, they're, we're going to be paying... I would say NATO, but we fund most of NATO, so we will be paying Ukraine five billion dollars a month to keep their economy afloat.
0: What? Well, uh, why does fuck? Does nobody pay attention to the fact that we need that money here and we're paying for it, but it's going everywhere to fuck else but here? Well, you know what? I've never what? really been. I I I always hated the libertarians. Because they always go, oh, taxation is theft. Any taxation is theft. It's like, yeah, y'all are fucking morons because you just don't want to pay your taxes. But at this particular point, fuck it. If my taxes are going to go everywhere else but here, then that is taxation without representation. Do
2: Do you remember? Everybody is focused on. Everybody is focused on the bullshit of the day. They're all focused on uh they're all focused on that stupid shit that's happening about uh will Smith and all of this other stuff right Will Smith smacking somebody or what's the new one who's in court now Johnny Depp I think them and Amber heard, right? People are paying attention to that, or people are paying attention to Elon Musk buying Twitter. First of all, how can you sit here? How can you sit here and pay no attention? You know what? How can you not? You don't know what Elon Musk is going to do with Twitter because he just fucking bought it today you don't know if he's going to pull what Trump did with True Social and say, oh, I'm not going to censor. And yet, if you disagree with him, he's fucking censoring. You're talking about the same group of
0: people that is so enamored with who's fucking who on on a fucking social media app that they've completely missed the fucking message. So I I don't know why you're surprised.
2: (sighs) No, I... I just, I had more hope. I had more hope that, you know, people would sit here and be like, okay, this is neither a good thing or a bad thing that Elon Musk buys Twitter, because we don't know, right?
0: Here's my statement. Why should anybody in the state of today's society, why should anybody give a
2: fuck what Elon
0: Musk does? It's never going to matter, because let me tell you this, and I'm just going to say it, and I know I said I was going to behave, and I'm not going to name anybody, but, truth gets censored. If you start noticing that people are getting a lot more popular, it's probably because they set aside the fucking truth. They set aside what is right for what was easy and what was popular. Truth will always be censored. It will always be persecuted. It will always be put down.
2: Yep. It's almost biblical that way.
0: Look, don't push it. We it. <laughs> They dealt with the market of beast early. Okay, don't push it.
2: Oh, fine. Hold on. Wait. So I'm going to close out this episode. We're, we'll do the closing after you know, the final thoughts because I want to play this one for you, but I want them to pay attention because it's something that we were talking about earlier.
4: term bread and circuses comes from an ancient Roman poet describing how the people are governed, not by excellence in public service, but by food and distractions, like a herd of livestock. Today's circuses can be found on Twitter, a reflection of the human herd's short attention span. Meaningless distractions to keep everyone calm while their food supply is being destroyed. While fools joke about Biden doing a horrible job, his administration is doing such an efficient job of destroying America that anyone running in 2024, if there is an election, We'll have to run on the Build Back Better platform. Starvation has been used as a weapon of mass destruction for years. In just a two-year period, Stalin's communist government murdered over 3 million people in Ukraine by simply pulling the strings of bureaucracy, sanctions. The Ethiopian counterinsurgency burned crops and food stores, airily bombed food markets, and restricted trade. South Mayor. A resettlement plan that killed at least 80,000 people with further starvation the US State Department murdered (coughs) over half a million women and children in Iraq with starvation by sanctions and this is exactly what is happening in America today the Biden administration's sanctions against Russia are only succeeding at killing more innocent people all over the world by dramatically cutting down the worldwide food supply there is already a significant wheat fuel and fertilizer shortage which is obviously going to affect everything else starting with fresh produce and livestock but in order to completely collapse the food economy they'll have to start destroying food packing plants as well so that there is nothing left on the shelves for you to eat there have been confirmed over a
5: dozen disabling accidents at food plants in the last month over a dozen Absolutely, and we're talking about some really significant plants. The Taylor Farms facility in Salinas, California was completely destroyed by a fire last week. We've had two major potato processing plants in Belfast, Maine, and Warden, Washington that were completely gutted, which is happening at a time where we already have a potato shortage globally. You were talking about the onion supply at that Rio Fresh, but it's not just produce plants. Last month, there was a fire that took out a Nestle uh, food plant out in Jonesboro, Arkansas, and that's impacting frozen food brands like Hot Pockets or stofers, which maybe you might buy if you can't get fresh food from a warehouse
3: that just exploded.
4: Those still satiated with their bread and circuses are soon going to start getting hungry. And it's because America is under siege, being destroyed from within by a corrupt government while the people seek fairness on Twitter.
2: Here. I don't ask you to do this very often. As a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure I've never, ever asked you to do this. But I need you to sound that wake-up scream again. Because if that video doesn't convince you that everything we talked about wasn't legit... If that video does
0: not cause you to at least question, to stir, to even begin to consider that maybe just maybe these two conspiracy extremists might be onto something, then I hate to tell you this, but I'm going to need you to wake up. Because at this particular point, if you don't, you're going to sleep yourself into was and where. At this point, there is no hope. If you don't wake up now, by the time you finally do wake up, it'll be at the end of a barrel of a gun, with a boot on your throat, and America dead as we know it.
2: Yep. Yeah. What was the What was the saying? Oh yes, Duncan O'Finian. You're not going to wake up anybody anymore. We're basically at the end game. There are things that are about to start happening everywhere. That's going to freak the shit out of people. Back away from trying to wake them up. They're comfortably asleep. That's where they want to be. And unfortunate as it is, when the crap does hit the fan, they're going to look around and say, why didn't someone say something?
0: We fucking did! We've been screaming it for months, for years. Trying to wake people up, trying to get them to understand that we're on a slippery slope, we're in fucking free fall. Hey, the ground is right there! And it's gotten to the point where people like us just, we just no, we're done. We're going to take care of ours and we're going to watch you starve, not out of malicious intent, but out of a jaded point of view that we tried to warn you. And I will not be held responsible for your inability to understand reality.
2: But for those of you in our audience who are listening and just don't know where to go or what to do, but you're awake to what's happening. We're still going to give the message of how to approve and how to prepare. So it's not like we're like, fuck y'all, we're out of here. This is our last episode. Bye. We're going to go hide in the woods. Not like that. We're going to spread a message. We're going to continue to keep people awake because it is not like the Matrix where you take the red pill and you take the blue pill. And then you're either forever awake or asleep. It is... Red glasses and blue glasses. You either, you have a choice. If you want to wake up in the morning and put on the blue glasses and stay asleep. Or if you want to put on the red glasses. But every day is a choice. We're going to make sure that you keep putting on the red glasses. Now
0: you know me, I'm not very religious. But one of my favorite stories that I keep trying to tell people. Especially Christians that I work with. Is a story of the maidens, the bridesmaids. Oh yes, they all fell asleep, right? So one side wasn't better than the other. They both fell asleep. You have your five and your five, right? I can't remember what the exact number, but right, they all fell asleep. But they woke up when they heard that every, that that the bride was coming, right? They woke up. Half of them had prepared, and they were able to survive and go on. The other half were left in darkness because they did not prepare. Correct. And I think that is one of the most like every time I talk to him, somebody, goes, "Well, God will, God will provide." I was like, "Yes," but even the bridesmaids had to carry extra oil. Fair. And there's you know, chums, one and only, you know,
2: Bible story. Mm-hmm. All right. So with that said, I'm Odin. This is Tyr. Join us tomorrow for another episode of Winter's Call podcast, where we're going to say we're going to talk about more about what's coming and what you need to do. Click on the links. Watch the National Geographic's blackout for the UK. I'll put a link here and on all our social media posts. Watch it. Understand that they sugarcoated it. As bad as it sounds, as bad as it seems in the video it is so much worse in reality and we're going to sit here we're going to listen to people who've been through it we're going to sit here and we're going to we're going to quote sources from Selco who made it through the the Bosnia war we're going to see we're going to take it from people who actually survived those types of situations and their stories for the rest of the week have a plan be prepared don't let it overwhelm overwhelm you By being prepared, you take that fear level down a notch. The more you prepare, the less fear. And with that, we'll see you on another episode of Winter's Call.